Welcome back to Scotland Talks, bringing you less stress and more success with the power of joy. I'm Anne Scotland, author, teacher, motivational coach, and joy advocate. I'm so glad you decided to join me today because I've got some fun stuff to share with you. And please like and subscribe or comment on whatever platform you're listening. I super appreciate it. And for more more information, you can go to my website, annscotland.com, or my feeds on Twitter, Instagram, at annscotland. One of those warm days. So today I'm talking about unhappiness. From the time we're kids, culture has placed this really high value on the idea of happiness. You really should be happy. Are you a happy kid? You should be a happy kid. You have so much to be grateful for. And then as you get older, you know, you have a right to be happy. You have a right to be happy. Did you ever hear that growing up or in high school? Friends, there's this idea that somehow happiness is should be guaranteed. And if we don't have it, there must be something wrong with us, which absolutely isn't true. So today I'm talking about practicing your right to be unhappy. You, are you asking, so who, who doesn't want to be happy? Hmm, glad you asked that because apparently a lot of people, if circumstances are just circumstances, and if it's true that you have the right to choose to be happy, yep, then it must also be true that you have the right to choose to be unhappy. <laughs> so for most of us, no one can force you to live your life from a half from a happy place right? If you're in a relatively healthy environment in your life, no one can force you to be happy or to be unhappy either. They can't force you to live in an unhappy place. So if no one can force you to be unhappy or happy, then at least some of that choice must be made by your own mind and habits, right? Your own mind and habits. You do have a choice. So I often hear my clients and at my workshops and other other people just, you know, out at restaurants, coffee shops, wherever I am discussing life. And they'll say some they'll say things like, I have a right to be happy, too. You know, they're talking about a bad relationship or trouble at work and they have this very unhappy look on their face as they say they have a right to be happy, which I always find ironic. Well, I'd like to challenge you to take a fresh look at happiness and unhappiness and their roles in your life. And here's something I've written for my book and I've also posted it on Twitter. I love this. Choosing to be happy may sound ridiculous, but relaxing your death grip on your right to be unhappy may get you closer than you think. You want me to say that one more time? Okay. Choosing to be happy may sound ridiculous, but relaxing our death grip on the right to be unhappy may get you closer than you think. Because often we are so determined in our justification for our unhappiness, we forget that we still have a choice to practice happiness instead of being unhappy if we so choose. Now, what I'm not talking about right now is chronic clinical anxiety or depression or, or, or cases where you really do need to reach out to see a mental health professional and someone who's ready and waiting and wanting to help you. What I'm talking about right now is the average person's everyday attitude and moods of happiness or unhappiness. I'm talking about, I'm talking about the points of view from which you're living day to day, the points of view that you're living. So have you ever 
known someone, by the way, who loves to talk about how unlucky they are? <laughs> or do you know somebody who always talks about their physical discomforts and, and how, how much bad luck they have because of all their physical problems? Not to belittle physical problems, but if that's all they ever talk about and then nothing ever else? Yeah, I think I might have had a great grandma who did that a bit. <laughs> anyway, do you know a person who practices catastrophic thinking? Someone who always expects the worst to happen? Do these people seem happy and relaxed? <laughs> do they make you feel happy and relaxed? They don't make me feel happy and relaxed. <laughs> Some people are so attached to their justification for complaining and have made such a habit of focusing on negative things in their life. They are knowingly or unknowingly choosing to be unhappy. They're choosing to be unhappy. They are practicing unhappiness. And most of us have done this, including me, in the past or now or in the future. We've gone through times and moments where we've practiced unhappiness. And the problem is the more you practice unhappiness, the more of a habit it becomes and sticks with you, right? We have um, an affectionate family joke about oh, one, one of my, a grandmother of mine. And it goes like this, affectionate, mind you, because we all loved grandma very much. But the joke would kind of go like this. We'd be sitting around on a holiday and talking or whatever, and, and someone would bring up grandma and some issue she was having or something she was stressed about. And they'd say, well, you know how grandma is. Grandma's never happy unless she has something to worry about. <laughs> grandma's never happy unless she has something to worry about. Yes, we were exaggerating it. But it also makes a point that I think is worth making. My dear, lovely grandma had practiced a habit, right? She'd practiced a habit of repetitively, repetitively focusing on the idea that things might fall apart at any moment or things might not work out at any moment. If, if a, someone in the family was getting married, which was a wonderful and happy occasion. And of course, there's stress and work involved, but she was stressing out and breaking a sweat and completely having, you know, anxiety. She was sure something terrible was going to happen and ruin it, ruin it all. Well, this wasn't a fault of my dear grandma, but it was a habit. And it's one that I've fallen into too, on and off as well. Have you? Uh, just making a point of being worried about any, everything. Hopefully not to the point where people say, oh, you're not happy unless you are worried about something. Now, overall, grandma was known for her big smile and her adorable giggle and being a generally happy person. But she would quickly start worrying over the smallest things until they became really big things to her. And this repeated long ingrained process likely took a toll on her overall happiness and well-being and the happiness of the people around her. And guess what happened for grandma? <laughs> Sometimes did things not work out? Yes, of course. That's how life goes, right? But why would you want to waste all your energy on being unhappy about something that may or may not even ever happen? And if something doesn't work out, then at that time you get to make a choice. You have a right to be unhappy, or you can make a decision at that point how to pivot in a way that can make the best of your situation and make new decisions. Find other things to be happy about. 
move on. Let's look at it at another way. Um, let's say some very unfortunate things have happened to you or are happening to you now, right? Maybe this has been a tough last few months for you. Now, if you're in physical danger or suffering a breakdown, again, you need to seek professional help. However, if that's not the case, if you're basically fine, you're clothed and fed and safe, but some very unfortunate things have been happening to you or are happening in your life situation right now, work, job, relationships, then sure, you have the right to be unhappy. You do have the right to be unhappy. You can be unhappy. You're allowed. No one would blame you, right? Because we've got these great stories and we've got them perfected so that no one would possibly blame us for being unhappy. But you want to feed that habit of emotionally sitting in a place of unhappiness? Is your unhappiness going to help your situation? Unhappiness can become a bit of an addiction, and I've been there myself. It can become a habit so ingrained that it literally becomes intrinsic to who you are and how other people view how you are. And since life will never be perfect, and it's always going to have ups and downs and good luck and bad luck are inevitable, you do have a choice then whether to practice unhappiness or practice happiness in those situations. Have you ever ridden a roller coaster? I have. Not my favorite ride. I'm very scared of heights. And I hate that feeling of my, of my stomach dropping out from under me. I know some people absolutely love it, but a little hard on me. So if you've ever ridden a roller coaster, have you ever seen those people on the coaster with their arms in the air and a smile on their face, even though they're screaming all the way down? <laughs> And have you also seen those other people on the roller coaster with their faces like all tightened up and their eyes wincing and their knuckles white and, and clench, clenching the handles on the roller coaster in, in a death grip? Life is a ride. It's like a roller coaster. And how you choose to take the ride, how you choose to practice your response to that ride can change the course of your life. And how you impact everyone else in the circle of your life. It's not just about you. It's about all those other people who you have the opportunity to give happiness and share positivity and share the good things of life and encourage them. So maybe you will choose to practice that habit of unhappiness on life's roller coaster ride. Who would blame you? Regardless of the mental and physical toll it will have on yourself or others, or maybe you will choose to channel that energy into practicing happiness instead. I love the word practicing. It doesn't mean, it does not mean perfecting. And as far as I'm concerned, they can just throw the word perfect right out of the English language anyway. I love the word practicing because it indicates a process. To practice something means to create a habit of doing something with intention. To practice means to create a habit of doing something with intention. And that over time, you'll become better and better at doing that thing. It will become easier and easier. Now, it doesn't mean that you will never be unhappy, okay? It doesn't mean you will never be unhappy. What it does mean is that through practice, 
You will know how to practice happiness even when you have the right to be unhappy. Well, how can you start practicing habits? How can you start practicing happiness habits? How about right now? Even if you've had some bad luck or if times are discouraging, well then start practicing by looking at what is good in your life. I mean, focus on what's working. Focus on what's working instead of what's not working. And and look at what you're good at and how you can use it to help other people. If you have health, be grateful and continue taking good care of it and be happy that you have it. If you have a good friend or a good relationship, enjoy that connection and be happy about that. If you have a favorite place somewhere to sit outside or, or something that you love to do, go do it. Enjoy it. Practice happiness. Give yourself permission to do that. If you love playing with your dog, I do. I have too many schnauzers. You know that. I adore them. I play with them all the time. They're the best thing that happens to me first thing in the morning. If you love playing with your dog or your pet, then do it and practice your happiness. Or try waking up in the morning and and waking up your lost inner artist that I talked about recently. Remember that episode, your lost inner artist? And start practicing activities that you already know make you feel happy. Artistic activities or or other creative things that you know give you a sense of happiness and well-being. You don't have to hide also from the bad things, but I would suggest you also try to practice happiness by limiting your exposure to news and media that brings you down. Mm. I mean, you can stay educated about the world, right? Stay smart. But don't let what's going on suck your happiness away. Your happiness is too valuable. Your happiness is gold. If you have it, guard it. Don't just leave it laying around where happiness thieves can run off with it. I think you'll discover it is absolutely worth the effort to practice and protect your happiness. It's it's one of the most wonderful things you can do for yourself and for those in your life. Again, how do you start practicing happiness today, right now, this minute? Come on, you want to try? Start practicing a little gratitude consciously. Gratitude for life, for flowers, for sunshine, for food, for family, for pets, for relationships, for being alive, for the good things around you. Find ways to add more laughter to your life every single day. That's been one of my personal challenges, and I now look every day for a way to find to add laughter to my life. And hey, feel free to lighten up too. You know who you are out there that never lighten up. They're always so serious about everything. It's good to be serious. It's good to work hard. It's good to be responsible, but feel free to lighten up sometimes and avoid being overly serious all the time. Because I like to joke, you've heard me say this, being serious never made anybody happy. So find ways to practice happiness. And yes, of course, you have the right. You absolutely have the right to be unhappy. And and yes, you have the right to be happy. You have the right to happiness because it's entirely up to you. Whether you choose to make it a habit, a practice to be unhappy, practice being unhappy, or if you choose to start practicing happiness right now. What'll it be? What's your choice? (laughs) 
Before I go, I want to leave you with the quote from my book I shared earlier that, I've, that I have also posted on Twitter. Choosing to be happy may sound ridiculous, but relaxing our death grip on our right to be unhappy may get you closer than you think. And thanks again to all of you for joining me here on Scotland Talks. And if you want more information, again, you can go to annscotland.com or join our joyful family on Twitter or Instagram at annscotland. And I just send you joy today and I wish you a day of savoring the delicious and the beautiful. I'll see you next time.